Einstein is known to have said, Imagination is more important than knowledge, for knowledge is limited to all we know and understand, while imagination embraces the entire world and all there ever will be to know and understand. Hi there, I'm Tanya, and welcome to Allow Your Greatness, Episode 4. This podcast is all about giving yourself permission to be the best version of yourself. My intention is to provide the insight, encouragement, and offer practical steps to help you get there. Thanks for joining me. For today's show, we're going to talk about imagination and the important role it plays in shaping your reality. How many people do you know that have a college degree or are well established in a career or just say life in general? And they absolutely refuse to take any other advice on trying a different approach. Now, I'm sure we all know individuals like this. It appears that their education, or lack thereof, or maybe their experiences blocks them from learning something new. Little do they know, to grow, you must be willing to learn something new. So where did this kind of thinking come from? Let's look at childhood programming. Now, as a child in high school, the teacher would often find a student gazing out the window, seemingly in a trance, getting that student's attention by yelling, pay attention and stop daydreaming, or get your head out of the clouds. Now, this made you feel like you were doing a bad thing, like you were doing something wrong. Of course, I know, the teachers had their reasoning. They wanted you to pay attention to the lesson being taught. But could this innocent scolding in some way be the cause for us as adults to think it's wrong to imagine better circumstances for ourselves? As adults, that we must stop dreaming or using our imagination because there are better things to do. But it's funny how things change as you get older because during another time, being an elementary child in school, I can remember that the teachers would tell us to use our imagination. Think outside the box, they'd say. You can be whatever you want to be, but not so much when you get older or become a grown-up. If you think outside the box too much, it's a problem. Most adults begin putting limitations on what you can do, be, or have by asking the how question. You know, whenever you say out loud what you plan to do, there's the next question almost immediately is how are you going to do this? How are you going to do X, Y, and Z? This type of questioning overrides the imagination and brings the logical mind to the forefront. 
not realizing that if you would allow the imagination to thrive, the how will present itself in due time. We tend to believe that the use of imagination is strictly related to children. It's okay for children to sit around and pretend and imagine themselves being in this place or at this place or doing this thing or that thing. It's okay as long as you are a child. You know, when you become a grown-up, people are quickly to tell you to stop being a kid and come back down to earth. Come back to reality. (laughs) But imagine if imagination was strictly just child's play. Will we have all of this modern technology we get to enjoy these days? The cell phones and portable devices we can't seem to live without? Mm, Most likely not. The innovators of these ideas use the power of their imagination to bring them into reality. What if they had based their decisions on just the things they knew or the things that they could just touch and feel? Maybe you're not sure how imagination plays a role in your life. Perhaps you don't see yourself as an innovator, so you don't think to use your imagination anymore. You don't know where it fits in. You don't see yourself creating a product or coming up with a new invention. Or maybe you've fallen into the trap of believing that it's silly for a grown-up to indulge in imaginary thinking. But what is imagination anyway? Let's take a look. According to the dictionary, imagination is the faculty or action of forming new ideas or images or concepts, new ways of doing things, of external objects not present to the senses. Or put differently, imagination is the ability of the mind to be creative or resourceful. Simply put, imagination is seeing the unseen. Sounds like faith to me. Let's see what the Bible says about faith. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And God says it's impossible to please him without it. So it seems like not only is imagination not just child's play, but sounds like a mandate from the creator himself. If you are living and breathing on this planet, you should engage in this activity more often than you know. Because if not, it stifles your growth, which leads to the other possible reason that we may not be using our imagination the way we should be, is that we're not giving our thoughts a chance. We don't give our thoughts a chance. As adults, we tend to be going and going until it's bedtime. From the time you get up in the morning until it's time for you to take a shower and get in the bed so you can do it all back over again the next day. You're busy. 
never taking a moment for yourself. You're constantly on your phone, whether you're talking to someone or you're on social media, playing games, whatever it is. We have no time to think. In my childhood, I had a lot of time to be alone, which I didn't like. I was left to my imagination more than most. In my alone time, though, I could be whoever I wanted to be and grew to enjoy my own company. Still to this day, I enjoy my own company, being around like-minded people, but I enjoy my own company the most. During childhood, as most of us do, I had a very strong imagination. But as a grown-up, I lost that part of myself for a while, for a long while. Too busy being grown and living in the real world, as other grown-ups tell you to do. So slowly but surely, you lose that childlike part of yourself. That is until you get tired of life beating you up and realize that something has to change. That something has to change. So, how can your imagination help you in adulthood? I'm glad you asked. If you are not where you want to be in life, imagining yourself as you would be is your starting focus. You don't need to view yourself as an innovator to tap into your imagination. It's free. To be someone different, you must first see it in your mind. From there, use your imagination to feel what it would be like. Have you ever thought of your favorite dessert long enough until you could taste it in your mouth? Same thing when you want your life to be different because it's been scientifically proven that your brain doesn't know the difference when you are imagining the thing or actually experiencing the thing. When I found this out as an adult, I shifted into high gear and allowed my my imagination to fuel my actions and it didn't happen overnight. It took a long time to get to that point because for the longest of time, I wanted to believe that all I had to do was imagine my change. But just like the Most High tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please Him, He also says that faith without works is dead. Simply put, you gotta put in the work. I didn't want to put in the work, but Faith is your imagination. So if you want to bring into fruition, to bring into manifestation, you have to put that faith to work. You have to put some action behind it. So now that we've gone over a few reasons why you may not be using your imagination, let's talk about ways to reconnect to that childhood part of yourself or that childlike part of yourself. Remember when you were an innocent child who would just sit down 
with a sheet of paper and start drawing or doodling what came to mind. You were happy in that space. So go there now. It's just as powerful now as it was then. You must learn to slow down and be still long enough to allow your mind to wander and pay attention to the feelings that come up. If it calms you, make you feel at home, or brings excitement, allow yourself to be in that space. Allow yourself to be in that space. It helps to fuel your actions, if you will allow it. If it's for the betterment of you and others, allow yourself to be there. Allow yourself to feel that, to be in that space. Too often we allow negative thoughts and feelings to take over and dictate how we live our lives. So instead of giving so much of your power to negative images, imagine a better, more positive outcome for yourself. You'd be surprised of the changes you'll begin to make. And secondly, you gotta forget about all those negative views or definitions of what imagination is. A waste of time, child's play, having your head in the clouds, and whatever else you may have heard. Look at imagination this way. As the necessity that it is to transform and manifest some of your deepest desires. And the way to do this is writing down the thoughts and feelings that come up during your quiet time. Don't depend on your memory for this because as soon as something negative comes up, and trust me, it will, you'll forget all about your positive experiences and the greatness you've imagined for yourself. This way, by writing it down, you can go back and read what was written while using your imagination. And guess what? The process will continue to fuel your actions because you can go back to these thoughts and feelings over and over again until the desired result is achieved. Now, I want you to make a note to self that the above action steps must be done daily to begin shifting your mindset. Just like you get up every day and you put your clothes on, you don't leave out of the house naked. And if you did, or if you do, you would get a lot of negative attention. And I'm quite sure you would get the authority called on you. So, just like you don't leave out of the house naked, don't leave out of the house. Don't start your day until you start shifting your mindset. You got to put positivity back in because the world is full of negativity. It's more negativity in the world than positivity. You have the news, you have the music, 
you have other grown-ups, you have other interferences and experiences that will pray with that will project a negative mindset on you. So you must do these or take these steps. You must take these steps daily in order to shift your mindset. Because like I stated, every day you are bombarded with more negativity than you realize. And don't think that, how can I put this? Don't think that you're strong enough to withstand all of this negativity. Everything that you see and hear is being downloaded to your subconscious. So what happens is that being that it's being downloaded to your subconscious, you don't really know the effects that these negative images or these negative conversations or the negative music that you listen to. You don't realize the impact that it has on you. So you must counteract these negative thoughts and images with the positive ones that you've imagined for yourself. So now you got to take a look at, be aware of the positive images that you have made for yourself. You got to make those positive images for yourself. Because everyday circumstances are not going to do that for you. So that's why you have to put in the work and you must uh, practice these daily steps. You got to practice these steps daily so that you can counteract all of the negative. Take your power back by activating your imagination to bring about the change you want to see. If you don't take charge over your thoughts, over your mind, over your imagination, if you don't get in tune, in touch with your imagination, your life is going to play out like the movie that's being downloaded into your subconscious. So you choose the movie. You choose the movie you want to see in your life. So I recommend at least five to 10 minutes when you first get up to start your day and also right before sleeping. That is the best practice because I know a long time for me when I was in my most miserable state, I would hate when the alarm clock went off. Yes, I was grateful to be alive. I was grateful to be breathing. But because I knew what the day entailed for me, and I didn't want that for myself, I would hate for the alarm clock to go off. So when you first get up in the morning, it would be a great idea if you had a notepad with your thoughts and images that you have written down and you also you leave room for new ones when you wake up in the morning you leave room for new thoughts and images new positive 
thoughts and images and you write those down and you can add as you go. It's never too much. Never too much when you are seeking to change your mindset. The more positive, the better. Because truth be told, you are on overload with all the negative thoughts and images that are coming your way. So it's never too much to write down what you're thinking, what you're seeing in the morning. So take that first five to ten minutes when you get up to start your day. And then another five or so minutes before you go to bed. Because when you go to bed, you want to control what your subconscious is downloading while you are sleeping. All of that is important. Okay, on that note, let's go over a couple of things to remember. Number one, it's okay to slow down and gather your thoughts. You must make room to reimagine the way you see yourself and your circumstances if you are to make a change. Two, let go of all the misinformation you've collected over the years about using your imagination. Give yourself room to be childlike and dare to think about all the possibilities for great things to happen in your life. Write down those visions and hold them close to your heart. Revisit them often to keep them in your remembrance. With that being said, I hope you've enjoyed listening as much as I've enjoyed sharing. Thanks for tuning in to the Allow Your Greatness podcast. Don't forget to comment and subscribe. New episode every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, give yourself permission to be the best version of you. Be blessed, and I'll talk to you soon.